This podcast is part of the Listen Frederick Podcast Network. To learn more, visit listenfrederick.com. discuss all things related to health and wellness, we dispel common myths and misconceptions regarding healthcare, and we do it in a way that you can actually understand. And it is hosted by yours truly, Dr. Matt Silver, Doctor of Physical Therapy, founder of Alpha Project Physio and Performance. Thanks for, for joining us. Um, I have a pretty spe- a special guest on. This is uh, Johnny Slick, who is the founder and owner of uh, Straight Shot Training in Frederick, Maryland. So, Johnny, thanks for coming on, man. Dude, thanks so much for having me on. This is this is fun. Actually, my, the last podcast that I have ever done on my show, because we were taking a break right now, was you. So it's kind of fitting. <laughs> the first time I've been back on a podcast is with you. It's the it's the only way to do it, man. You had yes, to, yeah. From now, you had to wait. Now you can do another podcast after. Yeah, this. yeah. It'll be with you and next year. So it's. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but thanks for joining us. And you know, I, 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 you know, I've been to a lot of personal training studios and a lot of different gyms. Um, and you guys definitely have something special going on. Where when I when I know when I first met met you guys, you're moving over to to your your location. Uh, which is which is absolutely beautiful, by the way. Thank which you. is yeah, thank awesome. you. Um, but yeah, I mean, you guys have it's you and you have three three trainers, three three coaches up here. I have Coach John, Coach Bailey, and Coach Delaney, uh, and then my co-owner Chris. He also owns a physical therapy um, and performance training center down in North Carolina, and then I have another coach down there, Coach Megan, who coaches for Straight Shot down there. So four four coaches total, uh, not including me, between our studio in Frederick. And then we train out of kinetics, physiotherapy and performance down in Mount Holly, North Carolina. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you guys are multi-state. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, is, is a little weird. And, and you, cause you, I know you do a lot with, like with Facebook ads and stuff, running marketing for, for two different States and two different facilities is uh, it's a bit of a juggling act. So a lot of what I do now, I'm, I'm still coaching a lot with straight shot. Um, and, but a lot of what I do right now is more of the, the owner operator side. Um, and my coaches are just absolutely killing it. I mean, they just keep, they keep knocking it out of the park um, with both the online, because we still do online training as well with the online and the in-person stuff. They're just, they're rocking it there. So I've got a great group over that way, but yeah, it's been fun. It's been a lot of work, but fun. <laughs> that, that is, that is awesome. Um, and I know you guys do a lot of like nutrition and it's not just, Hey, we're going to build muscle and do all this other great stuff and get you feeling better. But I know you guys really do a lot of nutrition counseling and I know you just had a, like an ebook you made. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So tell me about like the nutrition that you guys do. Yep. Like, so, you- so as the coaches, all of us wrote this nutritional ebook called the straight shot training uh, nutritional guide. So every single person that trains with us, whether you're online or in person gets that ebook for free inside of the ebook. We have a grocery guide, kind of gives you an idea of, you know, when you're shopping, these are the types of things you need to stick to. Um, not so, And we really try to stay away from the don't eat this, don't eat this, don't eat this. We just figure if we can get you to eat 
a variety of healthy foods and gets you to eat enough protein, you're probably not going to be craving, you know, so much sugar. Um, we're trying to get people to stay more hydrated with water. So they're less likely to drink alcohol or sugary sodas. So we try come at it more of a, Hey, here's the things that you should eat. And here's why you should eat them. Here's why fat's important, healthy fats. Here's why healthy carbs and fiber is important. And here's why protein is important. Here's where the sources where you can get these things. So that's kind of the intro of the book. And then we have, we know that people are going to eat out because not everybody is psycho meal prepping. Like some of us coaches are where we eat everything out of Tupperware, but we know people are going to eat out. So we have a dining out guide of, Hey, when you go to a restaurant, these are the things that you want to look for in a menu. Here are the, the words that you can see on a menu that are instantly going to be a red flag for, Hey, this is going to be super, super high in sugar or super, super high in, you know, fat or something like that. Uh, so that's the dining out guide. And then we, then we have recipes for breakfast, lunch, dinner, shakes, and snacks. So that if somebody needs to be taking in, you know, 1800 calories or somebody needs to be taking in 3000 calories, they can just pick some of these recipes throughout the day and pick however many snacks they want to eat. Uh, all of the calories and the macros are all listed right there. So, um, they could literally just take this book and just start eating the things in it and shopping through our nutrition, shopping through our grocery guide and not really have to, you know, be super dialed in, uh, just kind of freestyle it a little bit as they start making better food choices. And then once they're ready to really dig into it, um, we, you know, we can collect their, um, their body measurements and be able to figure out what their body fat is from there, be able to get their exact calorie, uh, prescriptions for calories, carbs, fat, and protein, and tell them, Hey, eat, you know, this many calories, this much, uh, carbs, this many fats, this much protein, and then the coaches can kind of look over their food journals. So it's a wide range. It's the same way as like if you know, if if you were training me, you would probably train me or, or differently than you would somebody who was sedentary, right? Because mm -hmm. yeah. you know the way you work with an athlete uh, and and the things you're going to be able to do with them might be different than somebody who's just starting to move. So when it comes to nutrition, it's the same thing. We have people who we're just trying to get them to you know not eat out at McDonald's for lunch. And we have other people that are like, hey, I want to weigh and measure everything and meal prep everything and count all my calories. So we can do it all, but we find the best way to do it is the same with with movement. And that's just you've got to get people moving and you've got to get people fueling their body correctly with nutritious foods. Nice. Well, it, it sounds scalable and also um, not as restrictive as like other like other diets that I've, oh, that I've heard of. Yes. Yeah. And we're, we're not fans of the, the low carb stuff. Uh, I mean, it, it might work for some people. Um, personally, I'm not a fan of intermittent fasting, but it works for some people. Uh, so the way we approach just about everything is, you know what, if it's working for you and sustainable and it's healthy and it's allowing you to, you know, have a good level of health, perform the way you want to perform, uh, recover the way you want to recover and look the way you want to look, then that's something that's working for you. But, you know, we really try to shy away from vilifying certain foods because we don't really feel like food doesn't have a morality, right? There's, there's not a good or a bad food. There's better options. Or there's worse options. Um, unless you're, unless you're allergic to it or it's poison, <laughs> technically it's not bad food. Um, so, but the biggest thing is, is getting people to recognize that you don't have to count your calories but your calories do count. It's not just because you're ignoring the numbers doesn't magically mean those numbers still aren't counting. You still, if you're going to lose weight, you still have to be eating less calories than you are burning. If you want to gain muscle, you have to eat more calories than your body's requiring. It's just, that's the simplest form of the math. 
but how we get there depends on the person and whatever works for them. Yeah. It's, it's a piece of the puzzle, right? Like it's, I mean, you could probably eat super, super clean and then just not do anything and great, right? You might, your, your GI and your gut might be doing, you know, might be really, really well, but then also that you can't, you know, you can't squat, you can't move very well. So I think yeah. it's a piece of the puzzle of, of, I, I talk a lot about longevity of like, Hey, having a healthy lifestyle and living longer, it's just a, a piece of it. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that's something too with, with athletes, there is this, you know, there is a push now for athletes because athletes, anytime I meet somebody, typically if they're more athletic, they're under eating, they're not eating enough food. So there is this good push for athletes. Hey, you need to start eating more food. Carbs are not the devil. They've been vilified for a long time for some reason. And uh, you need these as an athlete at the same time talking about longevity, it's not just about fueling your performance in your workouts this week. It's also about, are you still eating enough micronutrients through fruits and vegetables and, and other things are going to have minerals in it? Are you getting enough of that for you to be able to avoid disease down the road? Are you eating the things now that are going to help protect your body against, you know, heart disease and cancer as you age? So it's, you know, you, like you said, it's a piece of the puzzle. You got to fuel performance, but you also need to to fuel your health. And if you take a kind of moderate approach to all of this and don't overdo any one piece of it, you're probably going to, you know, live a longer, healthier life. Uh, do you, this is kind of a, a, a weird side. Well, do you track people's like, um, um, like, like color of their urine and stuff like that? No, no, that's a, that's a good question. No, we, but I do have very open conversations with people. It's, it's kind of weird at first when, you know, somebody is kind of really shy uh, about talking about like maybe their bowel movements or their urination habits. So I just try to make it just like completely just upfront, like, Hey, here's how often I poop. What's your poop? What's your, what, how often are you pooping? What's your poop look like? And if, if you can make it, you know, you get over that hurdle of it being weird at first. And it's the same reason why my coaches are very open with talking to female clients about their cycles. Cause that, that is, it has a huge effect on your training. And in the same thing, you know, if I'm working with somebody, I found, I find out that, you know, they haven't had a bowel movement in four or five days. So, okay, well, this is explaining why you are feeling so awful is because you're not, you're, you're probably, and the big thing is hydration. You're probably not enough. You don't have enough hydration to move that food through you and be able to have regular bowel movements because you're, you're, what your what your bowels are doing and and what you're seeing when it was coming out of you in terms of waste is a big indicator of what you should or shouldn't be taking in. Um, and everybody's different and, and there's a range of, of what's healthy for, for all of that stuff. But yes, it's just stuff that's not talked about. It's kind of weird. It's like, we're afraid to talk about our bodies and what they do when literally all of us are doing this. It's like the, the, the book we read to my son about everybody poops. Like it's, <laughs> it's not a <laughs> exactly. secret, right? Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, so a lot of people, uh, don't eat enough fiber. Everyone's not eating enough fruits and vegetables and literally no one is drinking enough water. Like if you hear me sipping during this podcast, I apologize because <laughs> I have tea beside me right now. I'm about three quarters of a gallon of water in today. I'll probably drink a gallon and a half uh, by the end of today. On a hard training day, if I'm sweating a lot, I'll drink almost two gallons. I think that is severely over. For, for me, it's a lot of if I don't drink enough water, I get mentally, I start to like doze off. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, like, I just get tired. Yeah. And, like staying hydrated, it keeps you more awake. And I'm, I'm actually, I, I watched the Squid Games, you know, the, the Korean film. Yep. Have you seen it? Dude, I love it. I did a podcast on the Squid Games. It was actually, oh, it was actually, it's, I, you know I what? I saw it, the title yeah. for it. 
Yeah, yeah, Squid um, Games, and, and very quick, I don't want to interrupt you, but this is the only accolade I received last year for my podcast, was I was in the top 60 fitness podcasts in India for one week because of that Squid Game episode. It was the <laughs> it was the week that Squid Games got released in India, and my podcast ended up at the top of a chart, and uh, and that's that's my big prize for last year. But so so go ahead, you, you've been watching Squid Game. Yeah, well, I've watched it, and now I'm, um, I'm watching, uh, I think it's another South Korean, I think it's Korean. But it's called like We're All Dead or something. It's a zombie one. On oh Netflix. yeah. I've heard is it good? It is really good. Okay, but I gotta watch it. I don't wanna spoil it, but they you know, they get stuck in the school. I mean it's okay. not spoiling anything and they're in a, they're high school kids. They get stuck in there and I'm like they talk about, hey, you have like what, three days, you go without water. Yeah. Um, when you think about that, you're like it, you really can only survive three days without H two O. Like that is insane. Like, yeah, you, you need it that much. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're going on day two. They haven't got any water. Like, they got one day left. Yeah. Like, how crappy would I feel if I had two days of no water? Um, but but you know what? And you talk to people, I'll ask them about, you know, it, what do you have to drink today? And they'll tell me oh, I had coffee at breakfast. Uh, and then I had, you know, a diet finish. soda with with my lunch. And then, uh, you know, with dinner, I had a glass of water. And then you, you, I find out that clear water, they've maybe had 12 ounces of the entire day. Mm-hmm. And anything you're taking in, and, and yes, all liquid counts towards your hydration. Even the liquid that comes from like fruits and vegetables still counts as, as liquid over the course of the day. But your kidneys have to filter everything. Anything's coming in that's liquid, your kidneys are going to have to filter. So wouldn't it be better for you to be not taxing your kidneys by putting in as much just pure nothing but liquid that they're not gonna have to filter out you know additives or colors or other things like things like that um and most people just don't drink enough plain water i have you know johnny when i was in school in gross anatomy we learned about the kidneys and their function and stuff yeah but it's very it's very much and you know i really grateful for the education I had, but it's very much, it's frustrating because they, it's like they give you this basic knowledge and you know it, you're like, cool. The function of the kidneys, right. Is, is to, uh, I mean, honestly, I kind of forgot to be, to be frank. Like I know they filter your, your, the liquids that you take in. Right. Yeah. And filter uh, your blood. The main, main they, go thing is they the filter blood. things out of your blood. Yep. Um, but they don't like make that connection between like, Hey, Oh, if you have, if you, which I'm sure there's reasons why, but Hey, drinking a soda or an art, you know, something with an artificial sweetener in your kidneys have to filter that. And guess what? Now they're working extra hard and it's almost like you're running with horrible running form and you're blowing your knees up. Like, what do you think is going to happen when you're 50 years old and you have to get a knee replacement? Well, of course, yeah. dummy, you like it. You blew your, you ran like a, like, a, like for me, I ran for 10 years with dumb running form. Of course you ran like an idiot for, for 10 years, yeah. not that anybody's an idiot, but you ran not so well for 10 years, for 20 yes. years. You're gonna have some problems. So it's to me, it's the same thing as the kidneys. Like what? Yeah, I mean, what ki- you your, your kidneys, your 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 liver. When it comes to to you know filtering out alcohol that you're taking in, which is why I'm a, I'm a honestly you know everything with with what we do is moderation. But I'm a big fan of people drinking as little alcohol as possible. If you want to have a couple of drinks a week, to me that's that's pretty solid. And some people like to have a couple a night, but it's, you know your body has to filter that out. <laughs> Yeah. And you, so if, it's the, the more water you can be drinking, the more fruits and vegetables, the things that your body's not going to have to work so hard to filter out, the, the better off you're going to be. 
Um, but hi- hydration and that, and fruits and vegetables. I think if people could just start with that, just drinking more water and eating more fruits and vegetables, when it, the things like you know figuring out how much fat and how many carbs and protein, that would be the next step. First step though is is drink more and eat more produce. And I like that too because you look at people and you're like, well, what are your goals? If you just want to be healthier overall and and just have some general guidelines of living longer and feeling better. Cause it's for me, I'm like, I could, you know, it's like you could live to your 90, but do you want to feel like not so good when you're, yeah. when you're oh, yeah. moving not so well and be on a, be stuck on a dialysis machine and all this other stuff. And like, no, I want to be moving and live on my own, have independence and not have health problems. And, you know, I think this is a way of doing that. It's almost like, dude, it's like brushing your teeth. So if you never brush your teeth, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's, is something that, especially with younger people, they don't think about because they just think, well, that's something I'm going to deal with when I'm older. But the, but it's just like brushing your teeth. If you don't learn how to brush your teeth when you're a kid and you're not constantly told by your parents, you need to brush your teeth because of this and this and this, you're never going to form that habit. So a lot of times, and this is why we do this as coaches, it does come down to us constantly reminding people, you got to drink more water. Did you eat a fruit or vegetable with every meal today? You know, a are you moving your bowels regularly? Like those questions that we that we ask people are just to help them set up good habits so that when they're in their you know 40s, 50s, 60s, when things really start to change with your body all the way up into your 70s, you're gonna have a much higher quality of life because of these good habits that you started when you were younger. Because it, it in our like probably my son's lifetime, people will be living into their late 90s. I firmly believe that the life expectancy is going to continue to go up, but the age at which people are starting to get joint replacements and have, you know, heart surgeries and need dialysis or, or, um, you know, start down the road of diabetes, that's going to start getting earlier and earlier, especially in a Western diet. So I think you're going to start seeing these heart disease issues in people in their forties and fifties, and they're only going to be halfway through their life. So can you imagine spending half of your life dealing with, with an illness that is a result possibly a result of a poor dietary, you know, choices when you're younger. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's crazy. Well, yeah. I, I, it, you saying that actually makes me think there's probably going to be like a stark contrast where the majority of people are that way. And then the minority that actually take care of themselves, it'll be like a stark difference of like, they don't have much of anything going on until they're like 70, 80, 90. Yes. Yeah. Um, that, will, so that, yeah. that might be a thing. Well, and then it's, it's frustrating because I, I have a patient now who, he, he basically just paid out of pocket to work with me because he just, he doesn't have health insurance. Um, and I told him like, aren't you just like, can't you get fined for that? And he's like, yeah, I just paid the fine. <laughs> I was like, it's, apparently it's like a couple grand or something. It's like, yeah, I, I think it, I mean, it depends. I think it's only a couple hundred bucks. So yeah, a lot, a lot of people just aren't, just aren't Dude, I would, Honestly, if, if I didn't have the HSA, I might actually, I'm not saying never, don't be on health insurance, but like if yeah. you're, you know, if, if, if it's, if you're basically taking a bet. Right, you're taking a bet, saying, "Hey, if I live a really healthy lifestyle and take care of everything, um, you know, because my premiums right now are like 200 bucks a month, which yeah. is like, I mean, it's not horrible, but I, I'm just more upset that like I'm forced to have to be on it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but you know, I think I need it. I'm not saying don't be on health insurance, yeah. but if you really don't want to be on it, I mean, you can honestly take that. You can take that, but not saying don't be on health insurance. But I'm saying if you really want to invest in your body, take care of yourself and use that money for other things, and just pay the hundred dollar, couple hundred dollar fine. Yeah. Not, not having health insurance. I mean, 
Uh, well, the, the other thing is why you know why can't we reward people who are taking care of themselves so maybe you, there was something where you could have your premium lowered if you were able to prove your health somehow but the biggest problem here is the way that we are proving health this is probably going to take us down a whole other road here but the way that we are proving health right now is still these antiquated metrics that we've been using since the 70s so we're using right now if i were to go uh, and i want to go purchase a new life insurance when I go to the life insurance company, they're going to say, what's your, what's your weight and your height? That's the only questions they're going to ask me about my health. They're, they're going to ask me if I smoke. That's a, that's a great question too. Uh, so do you smoke? What's your weight? What's your height? Well, I'm 5'6 and I weigh 180 pounds. So they say, well, you are overweight. You're almost obese. So <laughs> so, so me sitting here uh, obese, I'm, I'm going to pay a lot more. Uh, and by the way, for anyone not watching, I'm, I'm clearly not obese, but according to, because of the BMI is just a relationship of your height to weight does not take into account your body fat. So someone like me is going to pay more for a health insurance policy than somebody who is five, six, weighs 150 pounds and eat McDonald's, eats McDonald's every day. Uh, even though he has a much higher chance of getting heart disease because his blood lipid numbers might be horrendously worse than than what mine are being healthy. So, you know, why don't we reward people for for being healthier? Um, but I, it just, you know, how do you, the trouble is, you know, how do you quantify that? Like, do you ask them how many servings of vegetables they eat every day? They're going to lie about it. So, yeah. But yes, I think we really, if we could figure out a way to reward people for good health, even though it's weird because the reward for taking care of your body is you get to live this active, energy-filled, pain-free life. <laughs> like that should be. <laughs> you get to you get to enjoy your life. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think I, I think we talked about this even on when I was on your podcast, Johnny. Of you know, it's being enjoying your life. You know, what what is that worth to you? You know, is it is it a hundred yeah. bucks a month? To be able to work with the 200 bucks a month, is it, you know, if I could guarantee you we're going to get rid of your knee pain, but it costs a thousand dollars, but you're going to be, you're not going to have knee pain for, and you'll know how to take care of it for the rest of your life. I mean, is that, is that worth it for you? And I think a lot of people are at that point now where, yes, it is because I've seen my family, my family member, you know, X, Y, Z, who, who, who maybe was just a, I think, you know, not that our parents were unhealthy, but like my parents, my mom used to run, um, uh, a little bit, but you know, they don't really do much. My dad just fishes okay. and that's it. That's his, uh, that's his physical activity, which is cool. But like, yeah, they don't really work out. They just kind of, I mean, they actually eat pretty healthy because all the fish they eat, uh, <laughs> but which is good. That's great. So it's all like off of you know, Lake Ontario. It's, it's, they eat pretty healthy, yeah. which is good. But, uh, you know, my dad drank Mountain Dew for like 20 years. Like he would always drink Mountain mm. Dew. So I'm like, is that going to catch up to him? No, probably, but I mean, he's pretty, but he looks really yeah. healthy, but yeah, and, it's, I think people are seeing their parents and they're like, Hey, they weren't really unhealthy. They were just kind of average, didn't really do much, but they still have health problems. And and the other thing too, is, is when we're talking about health problems, we don't need to just think in, of health problems in terms of like drastic things like diabetes or heart disease. You can also think of just, well, optimizing your health, right? So maybe sure you, you might have the metabolism because you are, I mean, you probably have a difficult time gaining a lot of weight, right? Yes. So you you probably you probably could drink a soda every single day, and it, and it would be fine. I would not. You probably weight. wouldn't gain weight, and it, it probably wouldn't give you diabetes. It probably wouldn't cause heart disease. But what if you replaced 
the calories that you drank from that soda with calories from, you know, lean protein or, you know, high fiber carbohydrates or something like that, how much better could you then perform in all of your workouts if you were fueling yourself as opposed to just filling those calories with a soda? So health-wise, it may be, you know, zeroed out, but could you have more optimal health by choosing to eat better foods than drinking a soda, which I absolutely believe that you would. Um, so it's not just avoiding disease. It's, you know, you have this, you have this one body, you get this one life, this one chance to take care of it. Don't you want to try to do some things that are going to take great care of your body and have you feeling and performing better at the same time, you know, the healthier you are and you know, the more muscle mass you have, the more active you are, you can afford to have those times where you can have, you know, a soda or alcoholic drink or, um, you know, I'd say every holiday, birthday party, things like that go crazy as long as the rest yeah. of the time, as long as the rest of the time you're making good choices. Yeah. And I, I think we, we were messaging back and forth about like the CrossFit method of, of, uh, of, you know, for diet and eating, yeah. um, or for health and, and I like it, right. Which is essentially, right. It's eating foods in nature, right. It's eating it constantly like varying your colors, not, yeah. it's really eating, just what you would typically see as healthy food. I think is it are they typically is it high is it high higher fat lower carb? Yeah, that's the only problem I have with the CrossFit prescription is it's eats eat fruits and vegetables or eat meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, uh, yeah. some fruit, little starch, and no sugar. Um, yes. I remember that because I've been, I was part of CrossFit for so long. Uh, my only my only problem with it is that's not how you that's not how you fuel an athlete. They completely are disregarding the fact that. Beans and whole grains are staple foods for every single culture in the world where people live long, healthy lives like into their 90s and do not have heart disease and diabetes. So you're eliminating some things that could be very healthy for somebody, but absolutely, you know, fresh fruits and vegetables, meats, nuts, and seeds, staying away from sugar. Sugar is not the, the bad guy, but I would much rather you get your carbohydrates from fruits and vegetables. Um, I'm not a huge fan of dairy, but some people can can enjoy it. But yeah, I think it's kind of a basic prescription. Um, it does alienate some things, which I'm not a huge fan of. But like you said, you know, you're you're shopping the perimeter of the grocery store. You're eating foods that uh, don't have a super long shelf life because our food isn't supposed to sit out forever. And uh, and if you start with that, that could be a great way to start out, and then gradually work some things in um, that may that might fuel your performance a little better. What's uh? I'm curious what you think about this rule, but if you can leave your food outside for a week, and it's still edible, <laughs> like just leave it to nature and just like see what happens. Like, yeah, no insects or anything gets it, but like if it's like a tub of trans fat, it's like <laughs> I think a tub of like the the nacho cheese trans fat, and it's like oh, it didn't change at all. I can still eat this. Yeah, Not that you can never eat it, but maybe that should be on the smaller side of what you eat. <laughs> The, the, the only trouble with that is it, it is still, again, same thing, alienating beans and root vegetables and grains, which can sit for a really long time. But that's why roots and like tuber vegetables have been staple foods for cultures that, that are healthy. They've been a staple food for as long as there has been any evidence of agricultural work in humans going back thousands and thousands and thousands of years because it's... It's high in, it's dense in calories, but also in nutrition. So like a potato, if 
for its density. It's packed with calories, but it also has fiber. It has tons of potassium. It has water in it as well. Uh, so yeah, pot and potatoes, geez, you could leave a potato like laying out forever and it'd still be edible. So yeah, <laughs> but for the most part, no, for the most part, you're right though, because you can take a McDonald's hamburger and sit it in a bag up on a shelf and it will look the same in a week. Whereas if you were to go out and get, you know, a whole wheat bun, from a bakery and you were taking, you know, regular, you know, maybe grass fed beef, ground beef, uh, mm -hmm. and you know, cheese and you made your own cheeseburger, that thing is going to look disgusting in about two days. Yeah. Don't, yeah. You don't want to leave that out. That no. I, th there's a potato exception to that rule. That's the potato. Right. Yeah. I guess we can just call it the potato exception, uh, to that. potato, potatoes and beans. Um, I didn't think I'd be talking about potatoes on here, but that's uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, awesome. that's <laughs> um, uh, I had one more question. I knew it. It's um, oh, oh, that was it was a trans fat question. Yeah. So I know, you know, with with the CrossFit. Oh, that's the other thing too. I was listening to one of Kelly Sturette's. They have a podcast at the Ready State. Okay. Um, they, I think they they only have like, like a couple episodes a year, but they're like they're really good. They have some really quality oh, people on there. Check it out. And one guy, he talked. To, it was because I know CrossFit San Francisco or San Francisco CrossFit had, um, they were one of the more original CrossFit gyms. They were like, yeah, they, they were, were one, really they were one of like the first five out there in California. Um, but they were, they were talking about like earlier in the games, the cross as the, you know, they're going to announce it today, at, I think at three o'clock, but they're right to the, the open workouts, but they're going to that. They were talking about early on all the athletes kind of went on that model of, um, you know, eating, you know, just high fiber, a lot of fruits and nuts and like the, the, the stuff like that. And they went really low carb. And I, he's, they were talking about, they realized that if you're just, if you're a games athlete and you're just burning all these calories, it doesn't really work that well. Like you're just yes. going to run yourself into the ground with the calorie deficit. Yeah. And and in inside CrossFit, there was a very controversial time in the, in the formation of CrossFit where you had the zone diet which is the 30% the fat, 30% protein, 40% carbs, and this really convoluted way of counting calories. You had a zone diet, which Barry Sears, who wrote the zone diet book, had um, Greg Glassman and his wife, Lori, as part of his research staff. So that's why Greg originally put the zone diet as part of the CrossFit model is because he was friends with the dude who wrote the book. Same time, he hires Rob Wolf, who is the, the paleo solution. He wrote that book. And he's mm -hmm. a big paleo guy. So you have Rob Wolf on the paleo side, and then you have the zone diet, and you had them butting heads in the beginning. And you had some very famous, if you, you, if you want to, if you're a CrossFit person, look up something called the Black Box Summit. It is this amazing story of this, of this gigantic blow up with a bunch of heads of CrossFit screaming at each other in the first couple months of it that, uh, <laughs> that kind wow. of set them, set them down that road of nutrition. And for a while, yeah, you didn't have CrossFitters either doing the zone diet, which is low carb for an athlete. And you have paleo diet, which is can be higher carb, but you're still eliminating grains and beans, which can be very healthy for some athletes to eat. So uh, I think now when you look at CrossFitters, they're so much more open, especially CrossFit Games athletes, to everything. They're looking at different diets, different training techniques. They're working with different coaches. It's really It has expanded to become more inclusive than when it first started. I'm definitely going to look that up. because Yes. <laughs> it's that. that that's I'm gonna look that up later today if I have some time. That that, that sounds like a, a fun video to watch. Yes, um, and 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 you if you're if you're you know, if you've been around CrossFit for, for a long time, you'll recognize some of those big players as big names in the very early formations of CrossFit that were part of that summit. That is that is so cool. Um, 
Uh, but anyway, let's, um, I guess one more thing, Johnny, like, you know, I know we talked a little bit about like, yes, you want to eat, you want, you kind of want to, I think you said, stay on the, the outskirt, the, the what you said, outskirts of the aisle in the, in the, when you're shopping for food. Yeah. Th- think about what's on the outside of the grocery store is, is you have the, the fresh foods that are refrigerated or you have the produce. Um, when you go up and down the aisles, that's when you start getting things in cans and boxes and things with a very long shelf life, which of course, down some of those aisles, you'll find rice and beans and things like that that are healthy for you, but you'll also find, you know, sugary cereals and prepackaged macaroni and cheese and things that are ready to eat that you don't actually have to make yourself. Those are things that you typically want to be spending a little less of your grocery budget on. Gotcha. So to sum it up, I just want to make sure I got it. It's you want to eat natural food that comes from nature for the most part, tubers, um, fruit, a lot of fruits, lots of vegetables, nuts. Don't be afraid of carbs, right? Yep. You don't want to eliminate fat either. Have a balance of carbs and fats. And when you do, you know, you have the family over and it's an occasion, it's okay to have some alcohol. It's okay to have some sweet food. You're not going to yes. blow up. You're not going to be like Squidward on SpongeBob. No. Where he eats all the Krabby Patties and he blows up. <laughs> yes. And drink and drink more water. Ah, water. Yes. Um, yes that's, drink that's probably the more biggest water. Drink. And, and pure water. Like, yes, you can have a soda. That's your sweet yeah. thing. But like, actual just water give your kidneys a break <laughs> give them a give them yes. a break and 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 some people you know say, say they don't like the taste of it if you want to put you know fruit or something to it to make your water taste a little different that's fine but i'm not a big fan of putting in like crystal light and things like that that are that have sweeteners in them not because i have something that i don't think that artificial sweeteners are going to kill you but what they are doing is they're not letting you get used to less sweet things. And if you keep on just washing that sweetness over your tongue, you're always going to crave sweet things. So when you, when you do get a chance to maybe eat, you know, a piece of chocolate in moderation, you're going to eat the whole bag because you just want more and more sweetness. So more water, less sweet things, that's both sugar and artificial sweeteners. Awesome. Uh, but Johnny, you know, I want to respect your time. I, I appreciate you, man. And, um, so guys drink more water, um, I know we already talked about the whole, I don't want to, I just, it taxed my brain to say that whole thing again. So yes. <laughs> just remember about the, the, we talked about with the food, it's okay to eat sweets occasionally. And, yep. uh, yes, look up the show. I thought, I think it's like the, the top 10 in Netflix now. It's, um, I think we are all dead. We are all it's dead. Like, it's yes, longer than Squid Game. It's Dude, like, this... hi kitty. There's, there's like, I know, yes, yeah, there. cat running in here. I was like, I thought that was a pillow. Like, what was it? No, she looks like um, a pillow, like a walking pillow. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. And then you and you need to look up the Black Box Summit in CrossFit. Black Box Summit. See some high level CrossFit um, uh, meltdowns. It's pretty great. Yelling at each other. <laughs> All right, Donnie, I appreciate it, man. Well, if somebody, I, we, should, we should finish with this too. If somebody wants to contact yes. you, you know, you guys are great trainers. You guys have something really special going on. How, what's the best way for them to, to find you? Yep. Our website, straightshottraining.com. Just awesome. find everything there. You can contact me, your social media, all that stuff's on there. Address, everything's right there. Um, anyone who wants to come try a free session in our group sessions can try a free session at any time. All that info is right there on the site. So you just click on the free session at the top, fill out the info. I personally contact you and we get you set up with a free session. Uh, and if you do come on with us, doesn't matter if you, you know, do online training with us or in person, you get our nutritional guide for free with that. Nice. I'm a big fan of free stuff. That yep. There you, you go. <laughs> that means you care. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but all right, guys, I appreciate you listening and uh, I will catch you next time.
Hey, wait a minute, guys. I just want to say thanks for listening to the podcast today. I really appreciate it. And if you want to get more involved in the conversation of your health, your wellness, how to have longevity later in life, take care of your aches and pains and learn how to do this on your own, that sounds cool to you. Uh, Check us out at Alpha Project Physio uh, on Instagram and Facebook. And also check us out at alphaprojectphysio.com. Right? If you're interested in actually talking to somebody about these problems completely free, we do free phone consultations all the time. Uh, so if you want to do that, go to alphaprojectphysio.com. You can click uh, talk to a doctor today, or talk to somebody today. And uh, guys, on these calls, it's not we're not trying to sell you something. The goal is to really find out what you have going on and help you out. Right? If that's with us, great. If it's with somebody else, that's fine. So if you're interested in that, guys, please check us out at alphaprojectphysio.com. And I'll catch you next time.